0: One, one, power, power, one working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, one working power in the precious
1: blood of the man Come on, come on, give it some come on. Come on, let's celebrate the blood, come on.
0: Oh, it will not suffer long Well, there is power, power, wondrous working power In the blood of the Lamb there Power, wondrous working power, and it will not stop the Oh, I got power, 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 power. I got power in the blood of the land, There's yeah, power, redemption, power, cleansing, power, severance. Power! I've got power! Power!
1: Power! 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 power In the morning, I got power! In the evening, I got
0: power! In the evening, I have power. At midnight, 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 I have power,
1: power. Power, power, power. I got
0: power, power, in you, power, saving, power, deliverance, power, deliverance,
1: power, saving, power, saving, power, power, power.
0: In the blood, and power in the blood, There's 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 power in the blood, and power, the power in the blood. It's a God's love for law. Oh, it, it will not float for long.
2: It will not Lord. Oh come on put your hands together if you believe there's power in the blood. If there's power in the blood, watch this, the blood still works? Yeah the blood, how many know the blood still works, the blood still has healing power, the blood still has delivering power, the the blood still has, watch this, you can still be sanctified in the blood. I don't know what you came to do this first Sunday of June, but if you believe there's still... Power in the blood why don't you just stand on your feet and wave your hand and give God some glory from the blood. Up, the power. power the blood power 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 in the blood power 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 power
0: power 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 power, power, power. Power, climbing, power, climbing, power, delivery, power, delivery, power, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it on I got it, 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 it's power, I got it, it's power, I
1: got
2: it, it's power. Hallelujah. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. We are excited to be here on this first Sunday of June. we already in June. we six months in to 2023, and guess what? Even in the six months, the blood still works. Even in the sick come on, somebody, the blood still works. Come on and just give God some glory on today. We are grateful for those of you in attendance today. We're excited to see your lovely smiling faces. For those of you who tuned in on Facebook and YouTube and all of those social media channels, we welcome you to our live stream and our broadcast. Go ahead and give us a hallelujah for amen in the chat box and let the world know that you've in to the first place of gospel music, hallelujah, in this place, amen, amen, our scripture text today comes from the gospel of John chapter 9, John chapter 9, John chapter 9, amen, amen, John chapter 9 starting at the first verse, John chapter 9, that's in the New Testament if you're still looking, John chapter 9, if you got it, if you got John chapter 9, say amen, if you still need a minute, say I need a minute, okay, alright, alright, John, now, 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 see here's the caveat now, if you say I need a minute, Bible study starts at 6 p.m.,
1: wow.
2: On Wednesday night, Sunday school starts at 9.30. Pray for the Sunday school. Pray for the new members' teacher to be on time. But Sunday school starts at 9.30. Amen. So you can find out that after Matthew, Mark, Luke, there's John. Amen. Chapter 9. John chapter 9, starting at at the first verse. It says, I'm reading King James. And as Jesus passed by. He saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Then verse 4 says, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night come when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Verse 6 says, "And when he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made a clay of spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay, and said unto him, "Go wash in the pool of Shalom, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing going through verse 8, right? I believe it was verse 8. Just through 7. Amen. Amen. The Word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we just want to say thank you. Oh God, we can just leave it right there. We just want to say thank you. Lord God, we just thank you. God, we thank you, God, because you are just God. God, we thank you just for being God and God all by yourself. God, we just thank you. Lord God, we thank you for this another Sunday that you've given us an opportunity to come into this space and place. God, we just thank you. God, for waking us up again. I know it sounds cliche, but God, we thank you for waking us up one more time. God, we thank you for letting us make it to the sixth month of the year. God, we just thank you that we made it to this place. God, we thank you that you kept us all night long. God, we thank you. We thank you that you touched us with your divine finger of love and woke us up this morning. Lord, we just want to thank you. God, we thank you, God, that you kept us, God, that you held us all night long, God, that you nudged us when our breathing was a little short God that you kept the heads of protection around us God we thank you that you kept our family God we thank you God that you kept our, our loved ones you kept our minds God you kept our bodies God we just want to say thank you God we're not going to ask you for nothing we're just going to say thank you God we're going to say thank you God because you are just that good Lord God, we just want to... Hey! We just want to
1: thank you.
2: Mm. Ah, God, we thank you. Because today, God, we celebrate the blood. So, God, we just want to thank you for that blood, that that healing blood, that delivering blood, that sanctifying blood, that powerful blood, that blood that still works. We just want to say... Thank you. God, we're praying right now that you would have your way today. And God, let us be even more thankful with our praise and with our worship. We pray now in the matchless name of Jesus. Every heart say amen. 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 Oh, come on. Give God a thankful hand clap. Oh, come on. Give him a thankful hand clap. Give him a thankful hand clap. Come on, I want to praise the Lord How many of you ready? come to praise Him? I'm on the battlefield this morning Come on, I need y'all to help me sing this
0: If you got your red hymnals that we bought It's on page 406 Battlefield for my Lord, for my Lord. I'm on the battlefield for my Lord. For my Lord. And I promise him that I I will serve him till I die. I am on the battlefield for my Lord. Well, and I was a lonely idol, and I was a sinner too. But I heard the voice of Jesus, saying, what to do? I took my master's hand.
2: And I joined
0: a Christmas man I am on the battlefield for my Lord
1: I left
0: my friends and children I was bound for the promised land The grace of God was upon me
1: and my Bible was in my
0: hand And then I tried Crying sinners, come to God For I'm on the for my Lord Here, yeah, one more time He healed my wounded spirit and owned me as His child. Around the throne of grace, He appointed my soul a place. Oh, I took my master's hand
2: and I joined
0: the Christian band. Now I am on. Battlefield for my Lord, can y'all sing it with me now? Oh yeah! I'm on the battlefield for my Lord, for my Lord. I am on the battlefield
1: for my Lord, for my Lord, and i I must him that I I will serve
0: him till I die. I am on the battlefield for my Lord, Oma. Hey.
1: I'm yeah! not Yes, I'm on the
0: battlefield for my Lord, for my Lord. I am on the battlefield for my Lord. Get this personal right here. And I promise him that I, I... promise him. And I promise him that I... Come on, I promise... I, I promised him that I, I said I was
1: served, I promised him that I, I would serve
0: him, serve
2: him, till I die. I, 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 died. I want
0: the better of the need for my, for my Lord.
1: Oh Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I'm
2: Amen. We thank God for the announcements uh, that were we'll given this morning. Please govern yourselves accordingly. I thank God they were able to reinstitute this so I can focus on what I have to do. She does such a wonderful job, don't she? I also have a card I'd like to share to my Ebenezer family. Thanks for all the love prayers, care, and concerns from Sister Beverly Bogus, who's back in the building today. Amen. Amen. And I just want to make mention again, thankfully, she took all of the, the, the major announcements, but there's one that I want to share. Um, we are just so thankful to God for what God is doing as it relates to the renovation of our building. If you walk around and look up You'll see the brand new wood and the, uh, the, the material on the roof that's about to go down and all the other things that are happening. We say to God, be the glory for the work he is allowing us to do. Uh, we also are excited because the next round of the uh, landmark grant is uh, in the month of June. And Ebenezer will be submitting uh, another grant application again this, this June. And so Ebenezer, I need you to pray. I said, I need Ebenezer, I need you to pray. God blessed us in a major, major way the first time. And if ever you doubt the power of God, you you could just look and see what's going on here and how God has blessed us. And so we're going back to be go to, to finance phase two. Uh, and Ebenezer, what we need you to do is to continue to support the building fund with those blue envelopes. Amen? With those blue ev- envelopes, let's continue to support the building fund. At this time, we'd like to acknowledge our visitors who are with us today. Uh, we have from all the way from Italy uh, Roberto, Alice, G- Giulio, Julia, and Greta. If you wave your hand. What what part of uh, Italy are you from? Rome, Roma, Roma. Ah, awesome, awesome, awesome. The Eternal City. We hope to go back again one day. I want so if I come, my family come. Y'all, are, y'all hook the pastor. Up? Okay, all right. Hey, no, Rome is an incredibly beautiful city, and and we're thankful for our guests who are here. All of those who are with us. The young man that's here today, we welcome you who's in our Bible, our Sunday school. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, Ebenezer, let's stand. Let's greet one another as we pass the peace of Christ one to another. Let's greet our guests, and let's greet each other with Jesus' joy.
0: Leaning on the everlasting arms, what a peaceful night,
1: what a joy that i leaning on the
0: everlasting arms. Oh yes, I'm leaning, leaning, I'm leaning. And
1: I am
0: safe and secure from all the love, and I'm leaning, oh I'm leaning, oh I'm
1: safe
0: and secure from all the love. Oh, come on, yes, yeah, we're leaning. I am leaning. I'm saved and secure from all of life. Lean, lean, Jesus. on Jesus. Later
1: on later on Jesus. on
0: as you go back to the streets, put your hands together. Come on, let's sing this together. One more
1: time. Oh my god, me! Oh, I
0: am in you, Oh, I believe in on the everlasting I in Oh, I believe Oh, I I of my life I am leading. Oh yes I am. I am leading and
1: all
2: the shots. I just want to witness to you this morning. I know Pastor has asked us on first Sunday to come out and meet in prayer. And I know it's a sacrifice because I'm one with the arthritis all over. You know, in the morning I'm stiff and can't hardly move. But, but we make it to the house of prayer because our church, we need to come together. Amen? In prayer. I can do all things through Christ that what strengthens me. But we got to come together and pray. I want to tell y'all the Holy Spirit came in this place this morning. Amen. Can I get a witness that was here? Oh, my God. The Holy Spirit dwelt in this place this morning. And I'm telling you, you your soul will be enriched if you come and join us in prayer. Amen. There are some things coming down the line. We need to stay in prayer. All right? Come on, put your hands together. I asked the Lord, what would he have me to do today? And when he said, Jesus will, and I heard the scripture that was read this morning
0: about the blind man who was
2: blind from birth. Who did sin, this man or his parents? No, nobody sinned. It was... To give glory to God, and His eyes will open.
0: How many of you know that Jesus will? (laughs) Jesus will. It doesn't matter what you stand in need of. I'm a witness
2: that Jesus will.
1: Oh no.
0: And not see. Jesus will, come on, put y'all hands,
1: Jesus
0: will, who will make all my decisions for me, Jesus will. Jesus will Open
1: the
0: door I cannot see Jesus will Jesus will Oh, and hope will be called My decisions done for me I know, I
1: know that I know that He will Jesus will
0: When I'm in trouble he gives me a song. I
1: can singing in the night season and all the day long. Who makes me do right? When I, I would do wrong. He's
0: the one.
1: I know he will When I'm in trouble
0: that you know how many of you witness what God can do in a twinkling of an eye when you look at one way God is over here doing something and he does it for you for you for you for you Jesus Jesus he
1: will
2: hallelujah he'll fight your battles (laughs) if i get out the way huh nah if i keep still if i keep still he'll fight my battles if i keep still anybody believe that huh how many of you been there you did all that talking and all that fighting and moving but then the minute you stopped running your mouth y'all should have been a new member's class the minute you stopped talking he started working huh the minute you okay all right all right you Now i told my class months i love this class y'all this this is wonderful they, i like it when a class teaches itself huh when and, and when you see when you see a, a spark in the eye and go I you know i i just got a revelation so that's how you know god working because something god done told them all week long and then they come to class and then it coincides with what we talking about in the class and then all of a sudden the whole room just starts sharing and 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 yeah that's just you had to be there you had to be i ain't hating on sunday school but y'all might want to pick your head and remember class. <laughs> Amen. 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 Going to have some teachers come out of there. Amen. Amen. It is um, offering time. It's offering time. It's offering time, church. It is offering time. That's right. I heard two, three people clap. Amen. Amen. It's offering time. It's offering time. The Bible says you should be a cheerful giver. Huh? Don't give begrudgingly, because if that's the case, you could keep it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Amen. Amen. There are several ways to give. Again, again, look what I'm. We, we give him because we're thankful. Okay. See, that just, y'all, come on, stay with me. We give him because we're thankful. We're going, we're thankful because God has been good to us. Mm. Everybody's year ain't been the same. But we're thankful. Ah. Some people have had some financial hardships this year, but we're thankful. Ah, some folks have had some stuff taken away from us, but we're thankful. Oof, my God, y'all just don't, y'all just don't get it. Y'all don't get it. Y'all don't get it. It's all right. Amen. Amen. I'm thankful that God saw me through a first year high school teaching. Huh? Y'all don't know how thankful I am that he kept my mind when I wanted to lose it on somebody's
0: child.
2: Oh my God, amen, amen. I'm I'm, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful, I'm thankful. Watch this. I'm I'm thankful that what, what the enemy meant for evil, God turned it around for good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen, amen, amen. Anyway, it's it's offering time. It's offering time. There are several ways you can give. There are several ways you can give. You can give online at EbenezerBronzeville.org. That's EbenezerBronzeville.org org and just hit the give now button. Also when you go to the Ebenezer page, there's also you'll see a button that says F-O-E. That's Friends of Ebenezer. Those are the funds that go directly to the restoration project. Y'all have been outside. You've seen scaffolding on every end of the building, right? So so watch this, watch this. Those of you who have been faithful to your commitment in that area, those of you who are not even part of Ebenezer but saw that this was a worthwhile project and you sent your 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 gifts in, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. But that's what those blue envelopes are for. So it was mentioned earlier. If you want to give to that project specifically, please, please, ma'am, please, sir, do so. But you can do that there as well. You can give via mobile. You can text to give 312-779-0146, 312-779-0146. You can also give by mail and the address here or drop it off, 4501 South Finns Avenue, Chicago, Illinois, 60653. And last but not least, you can give via Zelle or QuickPay. That number is 773 960 nine zero two eight if you need any of those digital ways of giving just ask one of the ushers for one of these little cards that has all the information on it and you can do that right now let us pray for the offering let us pray for the offering father we thank you again for being you god we thank you right now for what you are about to do in this place god we thank you right now for both the gifts and the givers God, we thank you for those that even had a mindset to give but did not have to give. But God, we ask that you would bless them so that they could continue to be a blessing to this place. We pray now, God, that you would multiply the offering even 100 fold. We pray now in the mighty name of Jesus. Every heart said amen. Y'all do me a favor, the a very challenging week in ministry, and um, we're just praying for those who are on our list. I was, I was uh, glad to see that uh, Sister Myrtle Gunn had gotten out. Uh, Danielle had took her on a little field trip. Uh, And she was happy, she was feeling good And so she was able to get out I ain't gonna put her business in the street To where she went But if you watch Facebook, you know But I'm happy that she was able to get out And so if you know of someone Or want to intercede on behalf of some people We invite you to stand this morning as we lift the names of several people, several people. Lindsay Mayfield, praying for Marguerite Jones, Doris Robinson, Deacon Chester Coleman, Elise Grant, Alfred Moore, head of Sexton, praying for Al and Mary Burton. Shirley Anderson, Mary Sumter, Sarah Phillips. Pray for Mary Alexander, Reverend James Thompson. Pray for Bernetta Pearson, Michael Jones Jr., Ernestine Rowe, Lily Turner, Myrtle Gunn, Tara Blevin, Sadie Turner, Leonard Tolbert. William, Willie Windham, Brenda and Charles McLaughlin, John Lewis, Monica Pernell. We're praying for Willie Mae Davis, Beverly Bogus who's in the building today. Praying for Marlena Jackson who's watching online. For Myosha Spragans, Rhonda Brown, Jack Prince, Sphinx, Virgilene Daniels, Lee Stevenson, Laura Conwell, Maisie Jordan, Aaron McRae, Irma Johnson-Egger, Shanita Jones, Latrice Johnson, Jason Brantley, Maxine Ozy, Marita Payton, Joseph Harris, James Simmons Jr., Julius Crockett, Jennifer Warren, Tasha McShawn, Irene Brown, Sean Harden, Linda Mayfield, Marlene Cohen, Alonzo, and the Hill family. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Eternal God, our Father, we are grateful. To have this privilege to call upon your name god we're calling your name because we recognize we have no other place to turn but more than this we're calling upon your name because we recognize that you are a god that hears our, and hears our every prayer you have been with us and you have never left us God, we ask right now in the difficult hours and the difficult days that help us, oh God, to remind ourselves that you will always be with us. You'll be with us through the ups and through the downs. You'll be with us with the good report along with the bad report. God, you have promised to be faithful to us, oh God, as we traverse this world, and so God, we're trusting and believing that you will be present, that you will lift us up, that you will heal our bodies, that you will regulate our minds, that you will grant us financial breakthroughs, whatever we stand in need of, we claim it in Jesus' name god we say thank you for this church thank you for where we are god as we stand on the verge of 121 years of ministry, god we know many a church has closed the door but you allow these doors to stand wide open and for that oh god we are glad god we ask right now in the name of jesus Bind us together. Bind us together for the great work that you've given to our hands. Bind us together as we build up your temple. Bind us together as we evangelize this community. Bind us together as we make disciples in this place. God, with all of our petitions, hear our gratitude. In other words, we want to just say thank you. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for making a way out of no way. Thank you for another day's journey, thank you for the reasonable portion of health and strength. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for our family.
0: Thank you, God, for our friends. Thank you, God, for
1: your
2: favor. Oh, oh, thank you, God. Thank you for your blessings. Uh, thank you for your mercy, you uh,
0: Thank you, God.
2: Thank God. We have so much to be thankful for. So much to be grateful for. For every minute of the day, every moment that you give us, we say thank you. For the heartaches you helped us to carry. For the burdens that you helped lift off our backs. We say thank you. Thank you God. Thank you for hearing our prayers. In the name of Jesus we pray. And all of God's people say, Amen.
0: On my back. Thank you, Lord, for healing my body. Thank you, Lord, for deliverance, Lord. And thank you for your saving power. I want to say thank you for your blood, for your blood. For your blood For your blood Thank you For your blood I want to say thank you For your blood I've got to say thank you
1: You've been good You've
0: been kind You've been a friend A friend A friend a friend of mine. I just want to say thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Oh,
1: thank you. For oh, Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
2: I dare you to count your blessings. I said, I dare you to count your blessings. Amen. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth the Word of God. I want to speak from the subject mud and miracles. Mud and miracles. Like the rest of the synoptic gospel writers, John writes from a particular perspective trying to disclose some aspect of the nature of person and the work of Christ. John is unique in his writing in a number of ways. In seminary we learn he he, he focuses on the divinity of Christ more so than any other gospel writer. He very carefully chooses certain miracles of the many Christ performed. He chooses these miracles to make a certain point about Jesus. In the book of John, he presents a series of seven miracles. The first being water to wine. The second, the nobleman's son. Chapter 4. The third, the healing at the pool of Bethesda in chapter 5. The feeding of the multitude in chapter 6. Jesus walks on the water in chapter 6. The healing of a man born blind in chapter 9. And then the raising of Lazarus in chapter 11. Each story displays some aspect of Christ to the world. As we look at this sixth story in a series of seven, we will find that the story of the healing of a man born blind is not just a recording of an event that happened to a particular man along time ago, it is a revelation of what happens in each person in the miracle of salvation. You see, there are basically three reasons for miracles in the gospel. They are performed to, number one, meet a human need. Number two, to convey a spiritual truth. And third, and finally, to authenticate who Jesus is. In the unfolding of the story, Jesus is continuing his traveling ministry. The, the tide of public uh, opinion about Jesus' ministry is about... To turn, the Pharisees and Sadducees are positioning themselves to do away with Jesus, and he has intimidated and insulted and embarrassed them, and they are looking for a way to get rid of him. As chapter 8 closes out, they are actually trying to stone him because he once again has indicted him. Chapter 9 opens by saying, As He passed by. He saw a man. This is the first truth we discover about our Lord. And that truth is, Jesus looks for us. Do you hear what I'm saying? He looks for us. He sees us in our condition of depravity And defeat he sees us in our helplessness and hopelessness you know we like to testify that we found the Lord but the truth is none of us were really looking for him he found us I have to put myself on report I wasn't really looking for him I was looking to be able to take communion. This is the message of incarnation. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. God sent forth his Son into the world, for God so loved that he gave. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He found us. This man did not call Jesus. In fact, there was nothing about the blind man so compelling that Jesus would have had to stop. The scripture text simply says Jesus saw him. What a picture of grace and mercy in action. Not that we loved him, but that he first, loved us is there a witness in this house notice what jesus saw he saw a man who was blind from birth now let me tell you that this is really a sketch of every one of us what do you mean pastor we're blind at birth We're blind at birth until we have an encounter with Jesus Christ. It is significant that that, that John chooses this particular blind man to include in his resume of Jesus' miracles. Jesus had healed blind people on other occasions before, but there is no record of one born blind. Although there are more miracles of this kind where sight is restored than any other in the Gospels, no one else was noted as having been born blind. Furthermore, in all of the Old Testament, there was not one instance of one born blind having sight restored. Moses didn't do it. Elijah didn't do it. Elisha didn't do it. This was one of the miracles reserved for God alone and his Messiah. Jesus sees this condition that no one else could handle. This man was born blind. Ebenezer, he had never seen the sun rise on the azure hills of Palestine. He had never seen a beautiful sunset, never seen the trees signaling spring with their green leaves. He never saw the beauty of a flower. He had never seen the faces of his loved ones or looked into the eyes of his parents. He never had seen himself. He had never really been able to enjoy life. He was blind, and he was born that way. This was not a condition that had befallen him as a result of some tragic accident or some debilitating disease he was just born that way he had a congenital condition for which there was no known cure he was blind he had to stumble through life or try at, at best he could feel his way around the only occupation for a blind person that a blind person could pursue is that of a beggar. He couldn't hold a decent job. No one would marry him, and very few people would help him. Now compare him to the plight of every human being born into this world. Ebenezer, we too are unable to see things as they really are. We are unable to help ourselves, to really provide for ourselves, or to comprehend true beauty. In essence, we are born blind, perhaps not physically, but certainly spiritually. We are unable to comprehend the kingdom of God. We don't know what real life is all about. We stumble and we bumble and feel our way through life, trying to make the best of our blindness. Some of us stumble through our childhoods. Some continue to stumble through our teen years. Anybody stumble through some teen years? Oh, y'all always had it together. Okay, all right. Feeling their way Without Jesus, some stumbled through young adulthood, trying to find out what life was really all about, trying to get a job, trying to find a make, trying to find ha- happiness. We like this blind man, man beg others to give us something, show us something and help us to be fulfilled. And then many stumble and feel their way through middle age and even old age, having lived their lives in darkness, the darkness of broken relationships, the darkness of unfulfilled dreams, and the darkness of addiction. We, too, are blind. Disciples saw the blind man, too. But they... They wanted to indulge in theological analysis rather than prescriptive Christianity. Well, what did these disciples do? They asked, who sinned? Did you hear what I'm saying? Who who sinned? This man or his parents? Theological analysis. Somebody had to sin that he was born blind. They were asking from a religious perspective. They had been taught that disease and affliction was the result of sin in the life of the individual or uh, his lineage. Someone had to do something for which he was now paying the price. But, But what good is the answer to their question? The answer could not give sight to this man. There are always those who want to explain away your problems. Oh, I can't get no help this morning. They they, they want some kind of rational answer to the situation to satisfy their curiosity or their fears. This blind man didn't need a theological diagnosis. He needed a cure. You know, I heard a story years ago that if you see somebody drowning in the ocean, you don't need to be given an analysis to help them out of that water. Don't, don't throw them a manual on how to swim. Throw them a life raft, a life ring. So many times we can be quick to be theological about what's happening in someone's life. And what they really need is support. What they really need is a cure. Like this blind man. Centuries later, we're still asking the same senseless questions. Why did she have a child out of wedlock? Why did he end up selling or using drugs? Why is their marriage falling apart? Why is my teenager always in trouble? The truth is that while the answers may bring some sense of achievement, they do nothing to remedy our blindness. We spend too much time asking the wrong questions. Too many times. Not focusing on the main thing. What do you mean? Make the main thing the main thing. Let's listen to Jesus as he answers his disciples. Jesus said this. He said, neither this man nor his parents sin. Well, there goes our theology. He didn't say no one sin. He said this man's predicament is not the result of sin. Our sinful predicament is the result of the fall of Adam, and we can be sure that this man and his parents had sinned somewhere along the line. But Jesus is saying that, that it is not the cause of his blind condition. He was born blind. And that's the way it is. We must understand, beloved, that our conditions are not necessarily the result of something we did wrong. We are sinners at birth. David said that we are conceived in sin and shaped in what? Iniquity. Paul said that within us no good thing dwells. Ephesians 2 and 1 says that we are born dead in transgressions and sins. The question is not, why am I a sinner or why am I blind? But rather, what can be done about it? That's the question. After crushing their theological presuppositions, Jesus says something that has been grossly misinterpreted by a theologian and lay persons alike. He continues saying, but that the works of God may be made manifest in him. Now, the King James Version puts a period after this statement, and the NIV says, this happened so that both make it appear that Jesus is saying the man's blindness is for his glory, but neither is accurate. What do you mean, brother pastor? In the original Greek, there is no punctuation. The translators put them there for clarity and in most cases it helped. But in this case, it obscures both the meaning of the text and an understanding of God. If the text is taken to mean that this blindness occurred so that God would be glorified, it violates the revelation of the rest of the scripture. What do you mean? To suggest that God who is light creates darkness to make himself look good, is scripturally unfound. It would simply imply that God has no compassion on us, but rather afflicts us for his glory. It suggests that somehow the one who specializes in bringing light to the world also brings darkness. If that was so, then why would Jesus say in John 8 and 12 that he is the light of the world and then manufacture darkness? The very fact that he is the light presupposes the existence of darkness. Why would the scripture then suggest that God somehow needs the sick, the hurting, the blind to show his glory? The Bible declares that the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth his handiwork. God does not need to afflict people to get glory. He don't even need healthy people. He received glory before we got here. And he has the power to make the very rocks cry out in worship of his majesty. What Jesus is saying here is not that this man's blindness occurred so that the work of God might be made manifest, but that Jesus' encounter with the blind man occurred that the work of God might be made clear. Jesus is saying that he is about to do something to and with this man that will clearly demonstrate for all what God is about. Jesus says that, that if that is going to happen, he must work that work in this man's life while the opportunity is present. I am the light of the world. And after he said this, Jesus then, and this is a peculiar, you know, Jesus did some strange stuff. (laughs) Jesus spit on the ground and and made mud with the spit. Now watch carefully. Now, how many of y'all ever put spit, appreciate getting spit in the eye? Them them fighting words, if that should happen. But watch carefully as the Lord teaches us something about the work of God. First, this is not a general treatment but a specific application. Jesus healed many people in many different ways. To some, he just simply spoke. On others, he laid his hands. And still others he sent away, and they were healed in their going. In this case, however, he spits on the ground, makes mud, and rubs it on the man's eyes. Now, Ebenezer, the story suggests that not everyone is going to receive healing from God in the same way, even if they receive the same thing. We cannot reduce the saving, delivering work of God to one formula or denominational prejudice. He knows how to deal with each and every person at the point of their need. The important thing is that the result is what? Healing. Some need to be touched. Some just need a word. Some need to cry. Some need to shout. Some need to dance, some need to run, some need to jump. Some I moved on Sunday, and some I moved on Wednesday. Some I moved at church, and some I moved at home. Some I moved on the bus, and some I moved in that car. second guy will sometimes use methods that we think are strange. He says, If you want to be forgiven, forgive. If you want, Ebenezer, to be blessed, be a blessing. If you want to be delivered, praise me in your present situation. If you want to get out of debt, give unselfishly. His ways are certainly not our ways. His ways defy our human understanding. Here we see that the method is not the main thing. The miracle is. I don't know how he's going to do all that he's going to do. But I'm going to thank him for the miracle. We try to make doctrines out of methods of healing. But look at the spitting that Jesus did to cure this man's blindness. You see, Ebenezer, God defies human logic and uses a method that is considered unsanitary and would make matters seem to get worse. This man is already blind, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't have feelings. Jesus takes the mud, puts it right on the spot, where well, the problem is, his eyes. And then Jesus says, go wash. God, Ebenezer, uses irritation to prompt irrigation. Our finite minds know that mud on the eyes causes harm to the eye. Mud would irritate the eye causing discomfort and pain. Grit from the dirt would get under the eyelid and cause him to, to rub his eyes and seek relief from the pain. Maybe that's the answer. This man given such a strange encounter may not have gone to wash had his eyes not been irritated. He might have used his own narrow, limited, natural reasoning, and decided that the pool of Siloam would not help him. And he may have continued with life as usual, accepting his condition as a part of his disabled life. But Jesus did something that would send him wanting, needing, and searching for water by muddying up an already messed up situation. It it may be that God has muddied up some of our situations to drive us to the pool. We've asked God to heal our bodies and heal our homes and change our children, make my husband act right, reconcile my wife or my husband to me and get me out of debt. But he knows that if he just gave us a word, we would not follow. In fact, the truth of the matter is we already have the word. And we do not follow. We stay in our pitiful situation waiting for a miracle that does not require the exercise of our own faith. So what does Jesus do? He irritates our condition. That's the word that the young people use. You irritate me. I'm so irritated. Well, in this case, it was a good irritation. This irritation forced us to the pool. He will touch us and point us in the right direction to the healing waters, to the balm of Gilead, to the bread that gives life. But he won't make us go. We have to go ourselves by faith. Did you hear what I said? We got to go by faith. Look at the blind man on his way to the pool, running and stumbling, hands outstretched, feeling his way to the pool. He was thinking, if I can just get to the pool, it it didn't matter how rough his life had been. If he could just get to the pool, it didn't, it didn't matter now what he had missed in the past. If he could just get to the pool. It didn't matter what folks thought about him. If he could just get to the pool. It didn't matter how funny it might have looked. If he could just get to the pool. If he could just get to the pool. Sometimes we have to find our way to the pool. finally, the water of the pool of Siloam is to the blind man what the word is to us. You see, Siloam means sent. If you want to experience new birth, you must go to he who is the sent one, the living word. Jesus is Christ. And let me tell you something. He can cure your diseases. He can heal your afflictions. He can save our souls. But we take the first step and go and wash. There's some people in this room that need to wash some stuff away. Thank God for communion. That can purify. This man was healed as a result of his faith in Jesus, but his faith was made manifest when he washed. It doesn't matter what the condition is, just get to the pool. It doesn't matter how long you've been in your condition, just get to the pool. The Bible says that he went and he washed and he came home seized. He knew where home was now, for he could see. You see, Ebenezer, when you have been washed by the word, somebody say you can see clearly now. Situations that look hopeless now have hope. Things that were dark before now have the light of the world. You can navigate through the circumstances of life now because you have been washed. I said you have been washed because I discovered a long time ago there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's vein and sinners, sinners plunged beneath the flood lose all their guilty stains. I don't know about you but oh what a happy day. I said oh what a happy day when Jesus washed our sins away. Somebody said, he taught me how to fight and pray and live rejoicing every day. Thank God. Thank God for the mud that turned to a miracle. The word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said amen. At this time we're gonna open the doors of the church perhaps there's someone here today that would like to be washed in the blood but what does that mean brother pastor if you want to if you recognize that you are not in right relationship with God through Jesus Christ now is your time to make your way down here we'll meet you at the front and you can give your life to the Lord perhaps You are disconnected from a church. You really don't have a home church. We are extending an invitation to you right now to make this place your home church. This is a friendly church. This is a loving church. Is there one today? I'm going to ask, as everybody is singing, and if you can't sing, you pray. That somebody will come down these now. Uh, and the invitation is extended.
1: To God. We offer Christ. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my god, Oh, my mother Oh,
0: my it oh, oh, will give you a you got oh,
1: it Oh, come, come I'm <laughs> right. oh, i
2: You'll,
1: pregnant,
0: you'll die. give me time.
2: This time, we prepare our hearts and our minds for communion. Christ our Lord invites us to this his table, all who love him and seek to grow in his life. Let us make our humble confessions unto mighty God as we pray together. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for your gift of sacrifice. We thank you that you decided to die for our salvation. God, we ask right now that these elements might become for us your body that was broken and your blood that was shed. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. If you have not received the elements, please raise your hand. the Lamb of God which taketh away the sins of the world. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Now behold the Lamb of God. Now behold the Lamb of God. night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread, and he broke it, and he said, this is my body, which is broken for you, eat, ye all of it to your comfort, and in like manner he took the cup, the cup of blessings that represents his blood. And he said, this is my blood that is shed for you. Drink ye all of it to your comfort. Now behold the Lamb
1: The precious Lamb,
2: the precious lamb.
1: The
0: precious lamb Born into
1: sin That I may live against i
0: again the precious precious Lamb
1: of God Holy is the Lamb
0: the precious Lamb of God why you love me so Lord, I shall never know, because you're the press, you're the best of the Lamb of God. Mm-hmm. Now behold the Lamb, the pressure of the Lamb of God, yeah, yeah.
2: Pointed
0: to
1: sin
2: Amen. that I may live again. The man. Amen. 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 We thank our music ministry. Um, please, this is our week of celebration. There are a lot of churches that don't get to be hundred and twenty-one years old. Oh, give yourselves a better hand than that. So I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Make certain that you invite four or five people. You know, we've been talking about evangelism. We've been talking about establishing relationships. Well, these are one of those events where you can invite family and friends to join you as your church celebrate 121 years of Christian ministry yes. amen continue to pray for those who are sick among us pray for the renovation that's going on on the workers who are on scaffolds hanging from the, the, the air uh, pray that the pigeons will find someplace else to live they still trying to get in, but they have been evicted. Let's stand to our feet. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling, to him who's able to present you for his father with exceedingly great joy, to the all-wise God be dominion and power, honor, and glory, now, henceforth, and forevermore, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace to serve the Lord. (laughs)
1: I'm a little bit